Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to Welcome back to Joe. Eat place. One tamale down. Many more to go. We have got steak coming out. They are open for lunch. Doors are officially open now. We've got some people in here ready to rock and roll. Yeah, sure. We'll. Yeah, it's like she, you want some steak? I'm like, yeah. I'll eat a cow right now. I ain't afraid. Uh, let's get to the red white report, and then we'll tell you more about what's happening here. I need to get uh, Catherine on find out about uh, what they can do for you for your holiday season. But uh, I'll tell you this. You're going to be sick of turkey soon, and a big, juicy steak is going to sound really good. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Well, yesterday, Arkansas's women treated their visitors from the south very rudely and dominated the Little Rock Trojan women in Fayetteville. And, uh, Wes, their freshman star continues to score. Talia Scott. Yep. Is it Talia or Talia? Talia, Talia. I'd say Talia. Tomato, tomato. Well, I'm <laughs> sure she'd like her name pronounced the right we'll figure way. figure it out. I think it's Talia, but I'm going to go with whatever. Can I be the tiebreaker? Sure. Talia. Thanks, Talia. Coach. Anyway. She's, uh, I hated to go against you, Wes. I prefer going against Justin. Oh, Mama Mia. Oh, my. What's everybody else going to eat? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeez. That's a plate full of food. I don't eat lunch, and I'm about to hammer something. Yep. Um, Arkansas's basketball team, men's basketball team, back on the court Friday against a UNC Greensboro team that just gave a good fight to Vanderbilt last night. And Coach Musselman... Earlier told us about how it feels to be 3-0. and oh, It feels good to be 3-0. That's what he said, something like that. <laughs> and he also talked this week about uh, defenses for the Muscleman Show, which you can hear every week on the buzz, at least the weeks that he does them. I think we can start with Friday. I mean, they have two twin brothers. that They're going to play fast. Um, you know, Stanford uh, really prides themselves. Um, although they're not an overly athletic team, they pride themselves on they really, really run hard. I mean, obviously, Sacramento State uh, has some guys that were on our staff, David Patrick, uh, Hayes Myers. They just got done playing Stanford. Um, I'm not looking at any of that, but I walked by someone's office today that is in charge of getting some stuff, and <laughs> I did hear that. Um, but obviously, um, UNC... Uh, you know, gee, I mean, we gotta we gotta get back and and uh, and locate guys. I think maybe some of our newer guys' transition defense has maybe not been as high a priority as it as it needs to be with us. I love it. He's like UNC. Um, what the hell? Which one? We Asheville, Greensboro. <laughs> UNC uh, G um, is uh, gonna be good and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's enough of that. Um, last thing here: Rose Award nominee list has been announced. Arkansas's defensive coordinator is on it. Seems like a weird time. Anyway, let's bring in Coach Kelly officially, and we'll talk about the rest of this list and get coaches. It's not that funny. It's bad timing, though. We're three and something. I know. It's ridiculous. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. Uh... Coach, yeah, not good timing on the whole announcement. Um, who was the best assistant coach in your mind? Which, yeah, which, he, uh, let me let me just say, I'm, I'm laughing. I just it, when you're three and something, job. you're like, he has done a good job, especially yeah. compared to where they were. Yeah, the improvements there, all that stuff. I think God knows we wouldn't have been in the Mississippi State game if it wouldn't have been. You know, 
and they did a nice job. Let me there. ask you this: who's had the who's got the best unit? Who's done the best? Who's got the best unit of anybody in America? <laughs> Honestly, I would say with Dan Lanning being an all you know a defensive guy, his offensive staff at Oregon has been fantastic. Okay. Now. It takes a lot of the head coach going, hey, I'm still going to let you be you because a lot of times those defensive guys will come into an offensive team like Oregon and go, hey, I want you to slow this thing down because I don't want to give them a lot of possessions and make it look like they're scoring a lot of points right? because it makes them look bad. But he just said, hey, I'm going to step in make the defense better and let you guys do you because it's been so good on offense for the years. So to me right now, that's the best offensive staff, whether you want to give credit to the offensive coordinator or a guy getting a quarterback in that transferred in and doing a good job with him as a quarterback coach. Those are your guys right there. What about LSU's offensive coordinator? Man, I, I mean, you know, I don't know if that's coming from him. I don't know if that's coming from him or Brian Kelly. They're very distracting on the radio, Wes and Justin. They're, they put food out here, I mean, and, they, and the smell is getting, and it's getting me too. But, yeah. but you got to focus, fellas. You got to focus. I asked you a question. I'm, I'm ready for you to talk for like <laughs> twenty did, minutes. You didn't, which I usually do. Go ahead. Take but no, you do. You you know, I, I think that uh, the the staff at, at, at like I said, the staff at Oregon, and then who'd you ask me about? I've already LSU. Forgot. Oh, LSU. I love, I love what they're doing down there offensively, and I'm a big fan of Jaden Kelly's. I think he's the. I mean, Jaden Daniels. I think he's the best quarterback that's going to come out in the draft if he comes out. I'd take him over Caleb Williams. I think wow. he plays within the system, but he he plays quarterback first, run second. But their staff has done a really nice job on offense. But then again, if you look and you go, well. If it comes down to that, Oregon's one of the top teams in the country, has a chance to finish, you know, and make the playoffs. Obviously, LSU does not, and I think that separates if you're going to do. But but those two staffs, I think, have done as good a job as he made in the country. It amazes me, Coach, as I watch um, Jaden Daniels play, and honestly, Milrow, too, even though he's not as accomplished as a passer, they're running by dudes like they're playing a bunch of high school kids. It's These are the best athletes in collegiate football. And they're running by them like they're standing still. Does it? Do you marvel at it? Are you impressed by what they're doing? I'm marveled at Jaden Daniels' 85-yard run. I didn't. I've not seen that gear from him. I mean, I knew he was quick because you got to go at quarterback from zero to 60 quick a lot of times because you're standing in the pocket and guys are chasing you around. But but he turned it on. And you're right. Milrow looks like a he looks like a deer running, but he looks like a moose in the deer with the deer speed. That's what I think of him. Jaden Daniel looks graceful when he runs, but he looks smooth. It's not, it's effortless and all that. And he was really, fa- and that's just Milrow is not on the same level, obviously, as a as a passer. Right. You know, if you look at his accuracy, he'll hit a receiver, but he'll throw it behind him. The guy has to slow down to catch it on a crossing route, and that causes you not to have to run after catch. Daniels is much better there, but again, Milrow I think takes one look and then he's running because he knows he's big enough and strong enough to run through people, around people, and over people. And I think Daniels wants to be a passer first, and that's why I like him a little bit better. But you're right. It's amazing that those two guys aren't cornerback. I mean, you know, fast guys on the team are usually receivers, corners. And those two guys are running past defensive backs. It's not fair. And you shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, quarterback. It's really not fair. Uh, Kevin Kelly joining us. We're here at Doe's Eat Place. Yes, there's steak. Yes, there are. Uh, I love the fries with the skin on them. They're so good, dude. Um and I would like for you to eat, Coach, but you're going to have to talk some more. That's okay. I'll talk while you guys eat. Then you I, I respect well. your discipline. What's your problem? I was going to ask him a question. Oh, okay. Was that your signal? Yeah. You held your meat up at me? <laughs> waving your meat in my face. It got your attention, didn't it? Yeah, anytime a guy it waves his meat, my, his meat in my work. face, I do pay attention to it. What do you got? What did I'm you saving that, Chuck. With <laughs> what, did I, what did I see? Yeah. Uh, you know, the word... Debacle is the word the you're word, for. Oh, the word is uninspired. I just thought we looked uninspired on both sides of the football. I thought, you know, and on top of that, I like, and I hate to say, no, no, I like to say I told you so. You know, I told, I said on here on the radio before the Florida game, there'll be a spark. There always is one to change because both coaching staff, I mean, the coaching staffs will be like, golly, they fired a guy. We could get fired if we don't do our job. So everybody gets it together that week, and they're holding their kids accountable, make them stay in film longer. You know, paying more attention to detail in the practice field. Then after you get that big win, there's that letdown, and that's what happened last week. And 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 what I saw was a team that reverted back to the way they were two weeks ago, not the Florida game. You would hope they would get some momentum. Man, winning that was awesome. We've got a coach like that again because I will guarantee you there was a difference on the field and in the meeting rooms the week of the Florida game after the firing of Dan Enos. 
And then I can't guarantee, but I bet you it was it reverted back to the way it was after that. There's that letdown, but there's also that okay, we got that done, we got through that week. Now let's let's go. Plus they had the off week going into the Florida game. Right. But 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 what I wanted to see was a little more continuation of what we did offensively, right? I mean, KJ ran the ball against Florida pretty well. We ran, we, we, we threw the ball. We did it. looked like a few different things. It looked like at times he got the ball out a little faster. You wanted to see progress, and we saw reversion. They reverted back to what they were doing, and, and that's what you can't do. You can't take one step forward and one step back. You have to take two steps forward to take one step back, and we didn't do that. I, I'm not I told you so guy, but I did try to warn everybody last week. I'm like, Auburn is getting better. And while I was driving around yesterday taking my son to the doctor, I heard Wes say on the air, Auburn was getting better. And I'm like, I tried to tell you, you knucklehead, you didn't want to hear it. All you kept talking about was how crappy their quarterback was. I also said that he would look like a Heisman Trophy winner. And they were bad. I had not watched them in a couple weeks, three, four weeks, and I watched the first quarter. They've beaten bad competition, but they've dominated bad competition down the stretch, and I include this last weekend, unfortunately. When they played Cal, they looked as bad on offense as I've seen an Auburn team ever look, maybe. They really did. But I will say, you know, what was disturbing, and and, and this is what uh, another reason that, you know, when our defensive staff has somebody that's put up for a mega award, last week they looked completely unprepared for their quarterback to run the zone read. Completely unprepared. Well, that was and the first time just, they've run it all year, right? And he just tore. But you should. But there's certain things you have to work on I'm a joking. little bit all week. I'm assuming they've run that before last uh, Saturday. Well, not as effective as they did. Well, but I mean, but for you to not be prepared for a simple play like that, whether you think the guys can do it or not, because you maybe looked at him and go, ah, he's not going to hurt us with that. Well, he will if you don't play it at all. If you just have your ends crash down on the running back and he pulls it and looks up and there's nobody within seven yards of him, you know, me, uh, us three could run it. But well, that, that was what was really disappointing. Like crazy. How do you not make an adjustment? I mean, as soon as that first series is over and you go over on defense, you're like, hey, D-end, you cannot chase the running back. You have to stay home for the quarterback. And I think that completely I, – I think it knocks off three touchdowns of theirs if we play yeah. that better. Well, then Arkansas only loses by like 17. That would have been great. <laughs> I thought one of the big keys for the Auburn game was they put a spy on KJ, and Florida didn't. And why teams don't put a spy on on, on KJ makes zero sense to me. Well, and you're right for KJ. Yes. Well, could you do that on on Jaden Daniels? No, because you can't take a guy out of your passing game to spy him. Yeah. But with KJ, you can right now until we make you pay for it, and that did surprise me too. And and you know I I, I think that. Uh, if we can pass well enough, that's what you have to do as an offensive coordinator. You look and go, okay, they're going to use that guy. We can throw it to spy KJ. And if they're not, then we'll run KJ. And that's what you're going to have to do. And for teams to to commit the guy to him right now is obviously the smart play because we haven't shown that we can throw the ball effectively enough. Heck, they might be able to put two guys on him, and maybe we couldn't throw it well enough. I don't know. Is there a scenario where Florida International makes this week interesting? Zero scenario. Okay. This is a team. I, I watched them two games just getting ready for this game because I thought, is there a way that they can, you know, Western Carolina us and make it look ugly and maybe be better because they're Division One, they're FBS. I don't think there is. I watched them, and they're, they look completely inept. Okay, let me ask you this. What's more likely? Florida International plays Arkansas within 17. The line is 29.5, I think, most recently, or 30, I think, at Oakland. I saw. Down to 28.5. It was 30 at Oakland last night when I looked, because it was down nationally. I looked at it last night, but it may be under there now. I think um, I think there's a lot of disgruntled Razorback fans who are probably pouring money into Florida International, <laughs> so right. I won't split hairs over it. But let's just say it's four touchdowns. So what's more likely? Florida International plays Arkansas within 17, or Arkansas beats Missouri. <laughs> That's a really good question. Thank you very much. Really good. I, I think, honestly, I think it's more likely that, God, this sounds awful coming from me because everybody knows who I am. I mean, these guys got beat by Jacksonville State. These guys are bad. Hey, Jacksonville State's got Rich Rod. They're well coached. They're, they, they may be. Yeah, they just played somebody really well. Jacksonville State. I know, but you, that's, that's, that's like a very... Was it South Carolina? Battle of the Cox? Yeah. Ja- that's, that's what it was. Played, yeah. yeah, it was a good game. The, a close game. I think it's more likely that... Well, double entendres today. Well, that they play within 17. Yeah. 
that's probably more likely a okay. little bit. But I think Arkansas, the, the Arkansas-Missouri game, I think it's one of those that's just a weird game. Missouri beats the crap out of us usually, even when they shouldn't, and we think we're better. I think this may be the year that Arkansas plays them way better than they should. Because it's, it's, here's why. When you know you're not going to a bowl game, yep. and you know it's your last hurrah, yep. and you know I'm about to go into the transfer portal or I'm thinking about it if you're a player, you go out there and give it your all so that last game is the one everybody remembers you by. And now, is that the right or the wrong reason to play well? You know, you, you think that for yourself. But care. that is what happens yep. a lot of times. The whole season, hey, guys, we're all, you know, everybody knows it. It goes without saying. In the locker room, all those guys already know who's going in the transfer portal. Right. They already know that. And at the end of the season, when the coach walks, I mean, the last game of the season, when the coach walks out on the, on the Friday after the walkthrough, those guys are like, all right, we're going to get it together. We're going to get after it. I don't, you know, we're all coming together. And they're going to act like they're family one last time, and everybody knows some of them are leaving. But they're going to get after it because they want to leave their mark and leave that last game on film and all that kind of stuff. Kevin Kelly joining us again, courtesy of the Little Rock Athletic Club. We're here at Doe's Eat Place. If you're hearing a lot of background noise because people are smashing burgers and steaks and tamales and whatever else they get their mouth on. Um, I, I, I understand it. Like you got to schedule a non-con game. I just wish they wouldn't do these this late in the season. You got a stinker of a weekend generally. Other than you got Georgia Tennessee, which is a good game potentially. Although Tennessee took it on the chin last week by by Missouri, but you got Louisiana Monroe going to Ole Miss, puke. Southern Miss going to Mississippi State, yuck. Although they could win, I guess. Um, New Mexico State at Auburn. New Mexico State's eight and three. That's that. That's that Jerry Killian guy. Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill done yeah. a great job. Who literally almost died during a coaching on the sideline. Like two or three enough. times, he had to leave Minnesota sideline. Uh, Florida International at Arkansas. Um, Florida's at Missouri. Uh, okay. Uh, Kentucky, South Carolina. All right. And Georgia. Well, what I tell you, South Carolina is the second most disappointing team in the league this year. Huh? They really are. And then Georgia State at LSU. P. Uke. I mean, Georgia State's not bad, but I don't know why we're playing these games now. Henderson and Washita should scoot back their game to a week every year when nobody good's playing just to see if they can somehow get college game day down there one time for the... I've been pushing for it for years. The problem is... Playoffs start this week. Yeah, it's postseason. I know, yeah. It is a bummer, though, but it would have been... I mean, there are years where it would have been a lot of sense. This would have been a year where it made a it's lot of sense. It's just one that I think is cool for everybody to see. It would have been they, incredible. They literally walk across the street. I do think people nationally would get into it. I think, I think they would so dig cool. it. They, they've done some one-offs like that with yeah, smaller they schools. they have. Let me get a couple calls in here quick, and then we'll uh, delve into some other items with Coach. What's up, J.W.? Hey, sorry, man. Cramming my face full. It's okay. Mullen? Oh, well. Welcome okay. to the club. Hey, I want y'all to help me understand something. This is just the question today. This is not J.W. Brand. So, um... Mississippi State fired their coach. They come in here and beat us with lesser players. They're four and six. They're one game better than us. They get fired. Texas A and M. They're they're going to the bowl game no matter what, and their coach gets fired. Okay, because they they apparently they have standards. Now tell me why two teams? No, they have that money. They have money. Mississippi State does not have money, so don't hold that. They're not paying off Leach. Leach died, and their coach that they just hired, they don't have to pay him off to fire him because he got nothing. They do have to pay him off. The buyout's not outrageous. A few million bucks. A few million compared to 18? Why why in the world that they gave that guy a $4 million buyout is beyond me. It was was an experiment from day one. He was lucky to have the opportunity. We close that door. He was lucky to have the opportunity. He was certainly not in line. That's the thing, J.W., they had to patch together a situation, so they're completely unre- It's apples and watermelon. And yeah, it's completely the A and M situation and the and the can deal I, over at, at Mississippi State are completely question? different. What? Can I, can I finish my question? Yep. Okay, so they're getting they're getting fired. They're getting let loose. They have a better record than us. They come in here on homecoming with lesser players and beat us. My question right. is. Why are we keeping Sam Pittman? What do you see in Sam I just, I just answered it. I just interrupted you and answered it because I knew what was coming. Your wife comes in and says, I want this $3 million Thanks. house. What are you going to say? We can't afford that. I can't buy that for you. I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't. we can't do it. It's the same thing. Money. It's all about money. JW, it's the same thing with you every day, so you got to get some new material, bud. I don't want to talk about why Arkansas doesn't meet the standard of other schools or why Arkansas allegedly in your mind doesn't think that they should have a winning football program and they're willing to tolerate whatever. 
It's the same thing with you every day. I get it. Let's see what happens at the end of the year here. And Arkansas certainly did get added pressure put on them with having divisional foes, or at least league foes going forward, uh, make moves here. And obviously, Arkansas is not in really, I mean, you look at it, they're not really in a lot different shape than those two schools are, and they're not making a move right now. Arkansas, it seems, it really does seem in the past, in football, basketball, whatever, Arkansas, although you would think we got tons of money booster-wise, right, with Walmart up there and Tyson's, those guys rarely, if ever, step up and get involved in that, maybe because of just what it would appear to be like on the outside, like, Walmart doesn't want to be like, you know, a ty- we're picking the coach. Or Tyson, like, we're picking the coach. Although in the past, Tyson's name has come up, you know, when coaching searches have been done. But nothing's been, nothing credible has been done. But to me, if Arkansas is going to do something with Pittman, it's easily justified to spend university money. And here's how. How much are you going to lose if this continues financially? Not going to, going to the playoffs, going to a bowl game, you can make money. Going to uh, ticket sales, uh, all these things that you can make money on, it's an investment by getting rid of a coach. And I'm not saying you should or shouldn't right now. It's an investment getting rid of a coach if it's going to cause you bigger picture. It's going to benefit you bigger picture, bigger picture financially in the future because if, of it. If I'm Tyson, I will say fine. I will write you a nice big chicken money check if you're going to get a guy that I think is going to win. Who are you going to get? Me and too. the thing is, Me you too. don't fire Sam Pippen unless you got somebody waiting. Because to me... That's a silly move, and you don't, like A&M, have buckets and buckets of oil money. Right? Right. And you just just answered the question that an AD has to have. What an AD has to do is he has to go, can we get somebody better? And the answer has to be yes. It can't be maybe. It's got to be yes. When I was at PA and I was the AD, parents on drop of a hat want somebody fired. You know, some of them wanted me to fire myself. No joke. I had a parent take me out to lunch one time and say, I want you to fire yourself. You can say the AD, but I don't think you should be the football coach anymore. And I'm like, well, the question I ask you, whether you wanted a basketball coach fired, the track coach fired, whoever, is do you know that we can get somebody better? Well, surely, no, 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 no. Surely there is is not a definitive answer. Can we get somebody better? If you can't, then don't fire them. But if you know you can, that's when I think you put the money in no matter what and do that. And right now... It's either the timing or they don't think they can get somebody better. I don't think it's a financial deal. I think it's timing or are we sure we can get somebody better to come to the University of Arkansas right now for what they're willing to pay them because what is that, eighth or ninth best in the league? If you can get Mike McDaniel from the Dolphins and double his salary and you can bring him in tomorrow, I'll write the check. If you don't, then you have to give me somebody that I'm just as intrigued by. I do like what you said about Tyson. If I do write that check... And he can write it; and wouldn't it won't affect him once, for one instant, one little bit. Right. Then I do think they get to say, "Okay, tell me who you're going to get before I write it." Right. And 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 that way, I'm not picking him, but I'm sure not writing my check if I don't believe in it. That's the caller we had yesterday that was speculating. The word was that Tyson was willing to write that check if Gus was the man. He's always supposedly he's always been a Gus man. Oh God! And I do know I do know from talking to Gus that they you know they're you know they're they're, they've had a relationship. So you know there may be truth to that, maybe not. I I doubt that Tyson would also not write it if we could get a Gruden or if we got a somebody improved. Yeah, somebody improved. I don't think he's tied to one guy. Yeah. Yeah, I just think he uses that name as somebody. That's probably one of the ones that I mean, UCF's not having a great year this year. Arkansas he believes in that guy. I don't need Arkansas to meet its soulmate. I just need him to have somebody who's a viable viable option. Yeah. Doesn't have to be Musselman. I don't need a Musselman like relationship. I just need somebody who can win seven games a year. Can I do that? Is that asking too I much? I think a minimum of seven. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna it, it, win it, a lot more than that. I mean, well, on if you're in Columbia, Missouri and you're putting that team together and you can win pretty fairly consistently. Yeah. How can you not win in the university? Well, let's let's see how they do when they're having to play LSU and Alabama and the other schools out of the West on a more regular basis too. Missouri's recruiting well. I mean, they're they're dominating St. Louis, Kansas City. That helps a lot when you you have that in your backyard and you're having success out of those two cities. Yeah, have you a, been to Columbia, Missouri lately? Well, it's just tough. They do have better in-state talent as West Point. At in Missouri, yeah, St. You Louis have, and Kansas City. I just told you. I, That's I, where I, they're no, getting no, no, their no, guys. I know, I, I, I know. St. Louis and Kansas City are it, and that doesn't dominate the state of Arkansas. You will never sell me that the state of Missouri overall has better talent than Arkansas. You have Arkansas. two giant metro areas that are producing talent every year, and you don't have that here. You're not getting more out of St. Louis and Kansas City than you are the, the entire state of Arkansas. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, because this year's a 
decent year, and well, they got six from Arkansas. I got to think there's more than six out of St. Louis and Kansas City. I, I think there's more in Arkansas that are that are not that are being overlooked or not being seen because people in this state we get coaches out of state. When Houston Nutt was here, for governor. when we no when Houston Nutt was here, and I'm not a fan of Houston Nutt, but when Houston Nutt was here, we were for like two out of three years we were the number one state per capita in Division One players coming out of the university in football and. I think we still have that capacity. We still have that talent level, but I don't think it's being nurtured. You, uh, by Arkansas State not picking any Arkansas guys very much or very often, like they, it, it, that makes us look worse than we are. I think the university doesn't go. Matter of fact, I think guys that other people are taking, Arkansas oftentimes doesn't even offer because they want them to get preferred walk-on because they're middle-of-the-line guys or what they think they're middle-of-the-line guys. If they're getting Division division One offers for scholarships elsewhere, why aren't they taking them? Because because the way they sell it, it drives me insane. This isn't just Sam Pittman. This is all staffs. They sell that PWO like it's a promissory note to get a scholarship the next year. And once they've got you up there... They don't have to do that. They don't have to do anything, and they very, 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 very rarely, and I mean very, like, single-digit percent do that. And the ones we see are the ones where they'll celebrate in the spring when they give one to a guy that's on ESPN or on the news, and you don't see the hundreds of others that don't. Well, and, and, and that, that's why I'll go to my grave. Saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Wes on this, and I think Kansas City and St. Louis is a significant product, uh, place of, of, of talent, and you're getting a lot of talent out of there potentially. However, I will also say, and I think you would agree with this, Arkansas should be able to recruit on par with Missouri, even without that. I do too, and maybe and maybe I'm I'm going to give you all a little credit. Maybe I'm biased on the coaching in Arkansas because I have been up. Schools in Missouri have had me up to watch their games, sent me their film, brought me up to talk to multiple staffs. And if you took the top hundred high school teams, including Kansas City and St. Louis, you took the top hundred teams in in Missouri and made them play the top hundred teams in Arkansas. However, you ranked them. We have a hundred teams. Yeah, we have like three hundred teams, but. You took the hundred top hundred versus the top hundred. We would demolish them. Okay. Interesting. And maybe we're just better coaches. That may be. Yeah. But we would demolish them. Let me get a couple calls in here real quick, and we got to hit a timeout. Hooper, what's up? What's going on, guys? <clears throat> Man, I just kind of answered several of my questions, but I've really just kind of got a short one and then a statement real quick, kind of my two cents. But right now, if things play out the rest of the year the way that they're supposed to, a win at SIU, we, you know, get our butts whooped by Missouri, what are what do y'all just straight up think? Do you think Pittman stays or do you think he goes? I couldn't hear you. Really I think it, he said... He brought up a few facts, but he basically said this. If Arkansas ends up getting whipped by Missouri, simply put, do you think then, at the end of the year, if that happens, do you think Pittman stays or do you think he goes? Yeah, if the year I think Arkansas stays, is going to get whipped by Missouri. Out the way, yeah, if the year plays out the way that it goes, because I've got a statement after this real quick. If it goes out the way that it goes out, you know, we lose, we win all against FIU, and then we get beat against Missouri. Plays out how it's supposed to. Do you think Pittman stays or do you think he goes? I think I think it's I think it very likely could play out the way you think. We're going to beat Florida International. Maybe Missouri beats us. Probably whips us. The way it looks now, I I, I personally think we might play them close, but it does. Here's what I think is going to. Here's what I think it's going to be determined by. If if they go and they talk to Sam, and he says, you know what, I'm about ready to quit anyway, but I can't step down because I don't get my buyout. If they go, hey, look, step down, we'll still give your buyout. We won't make it public. You look like the hero of, you know, I'm not getting it done. I'm going to step down and save the state some money. But he didn't say that this week. He I said, know, well, I he can't to say it during the. He can't. You can't say it as a coach with two games left when you got players on your team. You would have. They would be running. They would be running to the portal before you even got a chance to address them as a university. That may be fair. Okay. I, I just don't think you can do it right now. He could not do it right now. Yeah. I heard they I were doing the it, one, but he can't, you, you can't do it right now. I think the one thing that we as a university do, and as race, well, not fans don't really have anything to do with it, but as a university, because you're exactly right, it all comes down to money, 100%. And they made a comment yesterday morning on the show, and I don't know if it was a rumor, I think it's what it was, was about how Eurotech made a few phone calls to see if they were willing to find some owners to pay Pittman's buyout. And they were unable to, you know, find anybody. I think those were just rumors. But I think it does come yeah. down to money. And 
in my opinion, I think the University of Arkansas has got to ask themselves, what are our expectations? What do we want out of our football program? Are we tired of buying coaches out? Are we tired of dealing with a Brett Bielema and then a Chad Morris, and then now here we are on those tracks for a, for a Sam Pittman? Or do we need to, like y'all just talked about, do we need to finally, what are our expectations? Do we need to finally shell out that money to finally buy a big-name coach like a, a uh, you know, Gus Malzahn or a Lane Kiffin possibly was in the talk? Or, I mean, we even, they all mentioned it several times, and I don't want to get on the train. I'm talking about this specifically for recruiting, but even uh, Deion Sanders, he's looking for a big-time job. Bring him to a school like Deion. Arkansas who's, you know, he think about the recruits that just him coming to the SEC would bring to Arkansas. Sure. Would it be a change yep. for what the University of Arkansas is used to? 100%. Yep. But he would bring every five-star recruit that that's ready to play to the University of Arkansas. Look, and think about here's the deal. Listen, I appreciate the call. Here's the deal. I'm not entertaining this. I, I do this every time we get in this situation with the program. I'm not entertaining this. When the guy gets fired, we'll talk about sub- substitutes, okay? They don't, have a, they don't have a firing. They don't have an opening. So I don't want to do this. we got eight other shows we're going to do on that. Once he gets fired, if they fire him or he walks away. I cannot do this. I cannot entertain this. Please stop calling the show with suggestions for who should be the next damn head coach when there isn't even a freaking opening yet. Stop. I don't want to hear it. Knock it off. I really don't. It's a waste of time. Quit it. And you're not getting Deion Sanders. Quit being a goof. Anyway, you had a guy You had a guy that was not a can't-miss guy in Chad Morris. You had a guy in Sam Pittman who was not a can't-miss guy. You better get a guy who is a can't-miss. Everybody on earth with half a brain will go, that's a great hire. You better hire than If you're going to dump Pittman, you better do that. I'd agree with that. Thank you. I thought Bielema was, though. Bielema was a good hire at the time. Hey, they were lucky to have Hypothetically, him. if they do get rid of Sam, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Justin. That's a little Gotta little. go. <laughs> I got steak, Dave. We'll be back. It's my mind that's wrong. And I just the bad thoughts. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. This is Sports Center. The Eric Musselman show was last night. Through three games, the Razorbacks are 3-0, and but Coach Musselman says there's still room for improvement. Offensively, we have to cut better, move the ball a little bit better. We're scoring those points, and we're really not running the ball as fast up the floor as, as we can. So I think we've st- still got more scoring opportunities, but certainly defensively we've got to get better. Arkansas will return to the court on Friday when they host UNC Greensboro. And the Arkansas State men's basketball team got their first win of the season last night, beating Alcorn State 100-86. They were led in scoring by DeAndre Dominguez, who had 18 points on 7 of 10 from the field. They'll play Iowa on Friday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Over the river and through the woods to Grandmother's house we go. Chances are, this Thanksgiving you'll take your family to Grandmother's house. White and drifted snow. But every year, hundreds never make it because they weren't buckled up. 
This is Thanksgiving Day. Arkansas law enforcement wants to make sure you arrive safely. So buckle up. Wearing your seatbelt not only saves you from getting a ticket, it could save your life. Click it or ticket. A reminder from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckery and Wes Moore. I'm sorry for disturbing everyone's lunch here at Doe's. I apologize. I just can't take it. Stop it. Just And again, I'm not mad at Hooper. Hooper's a good dude. I appreciate the call. I really do. But let's not do that. Let's just let's not waste each other's time and talk about who would or who wouldn't be. I mean, because they're not. There's no opening there yet. It's crazy talk. Let's not do that. Um, we got to get we're getting Catherine you. on um, to talk about Doe's, and her dad was a very compelling guest earlier. I have to say, so the bar has been set pretty high. Um, so <laughs> I'm just saying, no pressure. We're all we're all wedged over here in the corner. You know why? Because they can't just give us a big old table in the middle. You know why? Because a lot of people come here to eat lunch. You know why? Because it's really good. And I don't know how you go back to work after this. I mean, if I come over here and eat all what I did, I do have to go back to work, unfortunately. i got to do the podcast. Zach, I can already tell you heads up. I'm going to be pretty lame on the podcast today. Uh, a little bit later in the show, too, we're going to hear from uh, Rachel Harris, who, if you don't know who she is, she's an actress. You'll know her if you see her. She's in Goosebumps, which is airing on Disney. And uh, Coach is a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Suits. Yeah, Suits was I great. heard y'all talk about her. Yeah. She's awesome on there. That's yeah. a great show. That was a good one. Uh I gotta tell you, I like his character. Um, did you watch Suits, Catherine? Did I did. You? Okay. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah well, I'm I'm a, I'm on the new. You were one of the original watchers. I was. We're we're late to the game. <laughs> I can't believe they let him cuss like that on USA. I guess they just let him say yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's he... just a regular. Sh- I mean, like a HBO show. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. How many seasons? Um, nine. Okay. Eight nine. Or nine. Yeah, there's, there's a bonus nine. season on Amazon that Netflix doesn't have. Okay. Oh. So you finish eight, and you think you're because that's where I was. I finished yeah. eight, and I was like, "God, I wish there was more." And then I just happened to search. I might need to do. Is that. there another might... season coming out? And on Amazon, there was a season nine. Mm. Okay, well, that's they don't awesome. like drop yeah. the f bomb or anything, do they? All the time. Yeah. yeah, they swear like crazy on there. Crazy. It's like an HBO show. It really yeah, is. it really, really is. I um, I just anyway, I was gonna say my original point was, I, and I, the guy's a great actor. But he looks like a shrew. The guy that plays Lewis Litt, I cannot imagine climbing into bed with that guy and feigning that I'm, I'm sexually attracted to him. He's so gross yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. The guy's a hell of an actor. He is good. But he's Everything so Everything he's ever been in. I've never seen him in He's kind of had that same... He's kind of typecast as that kind of half-crazy guy yeah. in everything he's ever been. He looks like, like a human shrew. But me. that's what makes your girl that's coming on being that much better of an actor. She because, is. But they do put them in... Stra- they, they do paint them as both really odd sexual yeah. fantasy type people. Yes. Yeah. So that's what makes it fit with anybody. I don't think it's that odd. Anyway, um, thank you for having us today. It's great to be back. Well, I'm and, glad uh, you're here. I'm glad you all got a busy lunch. Let's talk about holidays. We talked to your dad and kind of got the history of the restaurant. And you had told us a little bit about him and his, his story before. I couldn't remember if he was on or not. I just felt like you did such a good job of describing him. I couldn't remember because it's been a while it, whether he was on. you said you wanted to get him on the air yeah. when you were here last That's right. Time. So he had no idea that y'all were here today. Yeah. I just kind of snuck him right on in. He didn't seem to hate it too bad. Anyway, yeah, we had a good time. Good. So let's talk about uh, holidays and what's coming up, what, what your hours are. and then Are you guys doing anything? Do people come in here and go, hey, I need this or that for my holiday meal? Do you sell things for that? We sell a ton of hot tamales for uh, Christmas Eve. We sometimes we just open for tamale pickup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it, it's crazy um, how many people that is part of their tradition. So, but I, I'm going to tell you our hours. Yeah. Uh, next week we're going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day. We will be closed for lunch on Friday, but we will be opening up at five o'clock um, Friday afternoon. And what's your Christmas plan? We will be closed Christmas Day, and that's it, okay. and New Year's Day. Okay, very good. Yep. What do you do on your uh, holidays off? Do you cook? Uh, yeah, I okay. do. Um, I'm having about 20 people at my house for uh, Thanksgiving. I've got family coming from uh, St. Louis, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, um, and then Newport, Arkansas. Let's go. <laughs> do you serve steak? No. <laughs> Do people come up and go, what's the deal? Where's the steak? No. Okay, they no. don't. They expect we, I will bring all my family that's in from out of town. We always come down here on Friday night. And um, so they always have to come to those when yeah. they're in town. That's awesome. So, they yeah. want the tamales. Oh, yeah. And the steak and the whole, we do the whole thing. What, what is your best sell, selling cut? Like, what, what's a typical or your best seller? Well, everybody wants a porterhouse. Um, and 
we, we don't have as many of those because we cut our own meat. So you get just a few porterhouses out of a loin versus a whole lot of uh, T-bones. So we run out of the porterhouse pretty early. Okay. I always think of a porterhouse as like a big T-bone. What's what's the difference? Uh, on a porterhouse, you have a much bigger fillet. Right. Which is the best part. But is it cut, all cut from the same area? It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's we we get a whole loin. Okay. Um, and cut it up, and you have a, a few of the uh, porterhouses on the end, and the rest will be T-bone. Okay. How do you uh, who determines what's a porterhouse and what's a T-bone? Well, it depends on the the fillet. How big does it have to be? I don't know. <laughs> you, just know just you just know when you see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There's other there other things in history like that, but I won't make the uh, make the analogy. <laughs> anyway, I know it when I see it. I can't describe it to you, but I know it when I see. It. That's a T-bone. That's a porterhouse. <laughs> How important is it to cut the meat? The guy who's doing the cut can he make or break it? Um. The way he cuts it. David cuts it. He's been he's been here. Chef for David does all the cutting. Four years. He does all the cutting and the cooking. Yes. I didn't realize that. That shows you how important it is. He is our kitchen manager. He's been here. We've been here 36 years. He's been here 33, 34 those years. Yeah. He he knows how to do it all. Is he here today? He is here today. He came on with us last time. He did. You guys have a story on your website that he has rubbed elbows with guys like John Ritter and Tom Cruise. Yes. Among others. Mm -hmm. So I need him to come back on. I don't know if he told us that story last time we were here or not. Again, it has been way too long since we've been on the air with you here. I know. I know. I've been in here a bunch since then, but we have not had you on the air since then. So, You know, they were here last year, Coach. I wasn't here. I missed it. I'm just glad y'all did it on Wednesday this year. You know why he was not here? <laughs> you know why I wasn't here? No. Because I was in South Carolina. It was two years ago. Oh, man. You know what I was doing in South Carolina? I do. I do. Let's go home. He was down there doing a doing a thing on yeah on uh, the, the, the little Arkansas kids. Yeah, the yeah. Arkansas kids down there. Yeah. We couldn't figure it out because they were here two years ago. And I'm like, like why, where were you? Where how was I not here? And yeah. they were like, it was right about this same time of the year. And I was like, I was in South Carolina. Here's my question for you. If you could only eat one thing and you had to eat it every day for the rest of your life and it was from here, every day for lunch, what would you pick? Cheeseburger. Cheese? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cheeseburgers Can't are clown go town. Wrong with a, yeah, They're so good. The problem is I come in here with the intention of getting a cheeseburger many times and I end up with a big steak on my plate. Right. When we were shut down uh, for the pandemic, I craved our burgers and I, com- I complain about having to eat here all the time. But then when, <laughs> after being shut down for two months, I, and I craved the hot tamales too and I... You know, when they're just in front of you all the time, don't you don't know want what you've them. got until it's gone. That's right. That's right. So, cheeseburger. I could do a cheeseburger every day from here. Yeah, we yeah, need to get one to go. Christian's been having to listen to us talk about food for three hours today, or he's going to by the time the show's over. Did we y'all got, get shrimp? Yes, yes. I had shrimp. We've got catfish coming too. Oh Lord, I don't think I can eat another <laughs> bite. But um, yeah, we got to get a burger to take back to Christian. He's pretty plain Jane, but he likes uh, he likes burgers. And it's happening down here. I mean, it's jumping. People are buzzing. Well, this <laughs> is the best. People, it's awesome. This is one of the best yeah. business lunches you're going to find in America. I mean, you get yes. a good crowd. I mean, a lot a lot of downtowns struggled. A lot of people did not go back to their offices after the pandemic. How long did the impact continue here afterwards, as far as business lunch? Well, we just opened back up on Mondays uh, in July because it, we were so slow. And we originally we were closed on Mondays and Tuesdays after the pandemic, and we've we've slowly gotten back to our regular schedule um, as business has picked up. And how late do y'all open for dinner? Sorry, Coach. I'm sorry. How late do y'all open for dinner? Nine o'clock. Okay. Five this to nine. Is, this is a lunch closing place. Here's how I'll tell you why. When I was at PA, I would think people could use it to close deals for business. When I was at PA, I brought five coaches to Doe's for lunch. Only five. Mm-hmm. We were five for five on them offering a scholarship to the kid. I wanted them to offer one. They hadn't offered him before, and they offered him after. Now, That's pretty you cool. can put all the stuff together you want to, but this was the common denominator. Yep. And, you know, you're just a happy man. Talk them into what you want them to do. But five for five on Doe's bring it. So coaches out there in Little Rock, if you've got college recruiters coming in, bring them to Doe's for lunch, and you're probably going to get that offer for your kid you want to. You bring me a big hunk of cow, it's hard for me to say no to anything, yeah. pretty much. So. Well, we're unique. Um, serving everything family style. Our steaks are huge. Um, so, yeah. I was telling the guys, too, this is a great place to pregame for these shows over at the hall because it's, I mean, darn yeah. near walking distance from here. So. Yeah. We do we do a lot of um, or we have a lot of customers that come in before they go to Robinson or even um, Simmons Arena. We're, we're so close. Is it 
More crowded at night or during the day? During lunch, lunch is more crowded, okay. typically. Is this a typical yeah. day? Well, we're a little, we got busier earlier today, I'm guessing because y'all are here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all yeah. came to see you. Yeah. And a few people have stopped in because they heard my dad on the air and they hadn't seen him in years. Oh, that's cool. So there's been a few people that stop in that, you know, just wanted to say hi to him. So. Do you do takeout? Yes, we do. Yeah, we're going to take out a burger for Christian. Well, downtown at night. Yeah. be great. That's actually smart. If, you know, in a hurry and got to run, just yeah. come in, call ahead. We're open Monday through Saturday at night, 5 to 9. What's cool is I was in PV. I mean, I was in PV right before I came here. I was thinking, God, how long is it going to take? Like 20, 25? It took me 10 minutes. Yeah. From my house to here yeah. in 10 minutes. And that's West Little Rock out in PV. I mean, right. So Chester to Markham, yep. and you're here. Have the French fries been always been the, uh, the way you guys do them with the skin? Yes. I love them. They're so They're good. Fresh cut. Not a lot of people shift. do that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. David, do those too? Sometimes. Does he, is he here all day long and all night, or does he leave? Um, He leaves between <laughs> two and four. And he comes back for dinner service too? Yep. He's an animal. Not, not every day. Yeah, he, but we, most He times. gets a couple of days off. But Golly. Not I'm glad you'll give him a couple. I was starting to think this guy was just basically the key behind He's him. a machine. Well, some days we'll talk about him taking off, and I'll come in, and he'll be here, and he'll say, well, I just wanted to get everything set up. Or That's passion. Yeah. I love it. He treats this place like it's his, yeah. and he is very rare. And I would not want to do it without him. Well, I appreciate you having us. Every now and then he gets frustrated and he'll hand me his keys and I'll say, throw them on the table. And I'll get mine and we'll both throw them on the table. It's like, where are we going? Yeah. So if you're leaving, I'm leaving too. I like it. That's good. Yeah. we got to hit a break. 11.52. And uh, again, we're here at Doe's. Come on and get you some. I don't think they'll run out of meat before we go off the air, but it is definitely cranking out in here. I love watching these dudes over here. I mean, these guys are like, oh, I'm going to have a nice light. Two-pound steak for lunch. No big deal. Yeah, bring it on. I'm in. We'll be back in a sec. Big O Tires right now is ready to take care of all your needs. Black Friday right around the corner. They're ready to roll at Big O Tires. Up to $140 off instant savings on select set of Michelin tires. Buy three. Get one free on Cooper tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire they have in stock. You can also get ready for cold weather with huge savings on their service, too. Get 0% interest when you use the Big O credit card. It's all happening. Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway. And Conway, they're on Park Rider in Cavendish Prospect Court. Big O Tires Black Friday event is here. Check them out. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Is your oak lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? Betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef. For all the reasons we love it, live racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day December 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com Is your beard the envy of men everywhere? Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 1037 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. 
This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. There's a wonderful Christian hymn titled, Night with Eben Pinion, which translates as Wings of Darkness. Arkansas Razorback Joseph Pinion is a wing whose perimeter shooting can mean a dark outcome for our opponents. This year's Hog basketball team is loaded for a Final Four run as Coach Muss builds on his record of success. Here's wishing the Hogs a great season. Double Beast presents Joseph Pinion as he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double Bees is an Arkansas company with 34 locations across the state, helping make Arkansas strong. Looking for a gift? Double Bees has Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards available. Double Bees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. at the top of the hour coming up here. We're at Doe's. And Kevin Kelly's with us. Wes Moore, we, uh, Wizards back in the studio. Wes, did you hurt me, buddy? I'm working on it. I'm going to have to go to the Little Rock Athletic Club after I get through eating. Twice, probably. I need to... I need yeah. to oh, did, by the way, speaking of, I know you're a huge uh, Dion fan. Um, <laughs> they were at UCLA. You remember they got robbed? Somebody broke yeah. in and stole yeah. things from them? Turns out it was a couple of recruits on a visit. How dumb do you have to be <laughs> to be a recruit on a visit and go in the opposing team's locker room and steal from them? Wow. Yeah. Two high school players from Beaumont High School, apparently, is the story. Arrested after police learned they had stolen items from the locker room. I guess they stole from both teams is what I read. Wow. I mean, Didn't that happen with a couple Arkansas that, recruits a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, it was the kids, the, some kids from Memphis that came over on a recruiting trip That's and right. stole some that. stuff in, from the locker room. Well, they here's the deal. Home. A, you have to be super dumb. B, you got to have a giant pair. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's funny, too, that Dion, of course, you know, we know I don't like Dion. I think it's funny, too, that Dion was mad and accused the the opposing school of not paying more attention to the people that could be in his locker room and do all this. And it was his own people. Well, well they were UCLA recruits. Yeah, it was UCLA. Oh, UCLA recruits. That makes it a little better. Yeah. Although, what are they doing? How are they get in that locker room? Good question. Security should be better. I get you letting them in if they're your own guys. Yeah. Well, I'm, my guess is they're not going to play for UCLA or Colorado. I'm guessing they might not play anywhere. I've been some of I'm talking about Elias Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elias. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elias Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food with 